SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. I'm a soul man. Hey, folks, midweek, hump day on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing in Las Vegas. And we got great stuff for you today. Cam Stewart is going to join us. We're going to talk golf and hockey and just where we stand in the sports world. And there's great news from a Vegas perspective, but not necessarily everywhere else. And we'll dive into that with Cam Stewart. But the news came from the governor of Nevada that June 1st, Vegas is opening 100%. Now, there's been some instant news. As soon as that came out, the UFC says, mega fight, McGregor, Poirier, July 10th, T-Mobile Arena, 20,000 fans. Dana White says Vegas is back. So while everybody's jacked and excited, that's great news. Obviously, other jurisdictions, other places, we're still trying to sort out what the playing field is. Our producer, Chris Bavona, back in New York, is literally back in New York. And from a sense of uh, a semblance of normalcy, Chris was able to go to Florida to see family and friends, and that had to be refreshing, Chris, for you to just get out of there and, and do something semi-normal. You want to know what the most the most normal and one thing that made me feel, like, so refreshed and, like, thinking, like, things are – you can tell, like, things are getting – they're still weird. They're still kind of bad. You know, they're talking about the fourth wave. They're talking about the Johnson Johnson issue, this and that. But the fact that, like, I'm fully vaccinated, my parents are fully vaccinated, all that stuff, the one thing that made me feel – so normal was getting off the plane coming home from florida not having to fill out a waiver not having to do anything other than just get out of the airport and leave because before this i had gone to florida once and i had to fill out a a form and i had to quarantine uh for about 10 days don't have to do that anymore that felt refreshing well this happens to me now on fridays we love going to Sunset Station. We do our shows out there every Friday. And, by the way, if you're coming in from out of town, get the STN mobile app. Sign up bonus up to $500. And, hey, everybody's coming to Vegas. It's opening for full on June 1st. So get yourself a mobile app when you come to town. But I now I'm still not back in that when you say you're creatures of habit. I've got my, you know, my bag with my laptop and the, uh, some equipment for the radio show. I walk in. You get the mask on. I walk through the front doors, and then they make an immediate turn left to where the security guard is, and they do the temperature check. The last three times, last three weeks, I've walked in there, opened the door, head down, turn to the left, go to the spot, and the security guard's not there. 
I'm like, but I'm still, I'm still doing it. Like I gotta go. They're not doing the temperature check anymore. It's like it had become the norm, and and the habit was to go get your temperature check. Now that's gone. You're telling me coming back from the airport, get off the plane and just get on with your day. We're finding ways slowly to get back to normal. Yeah, and I'm kind of, I mean, I'm happy about it. And at the same time, I'm also kind of like, I'm still like skeptical. But I also leery. Leery, yeah. But I mean, again, the one good thing that I, I have on my docket is that my whole family, we are all fully vaccinated. And I think that was like the most important thing to happen. That's the only reason why I even went to Florida when I did, because I probably wouldn't have gone again until I had been fully vaccinated and like even went through like the two weeks and all that stuff. So I was really like really more than anything. I was just happy to be with my my parents and even like like we we went out a couple of times, but like we still stayed outside for the most part. And but I mean, also, that's because it was just beautiful weather, you know, every day in Florida. So, you know, that's more of a normalcy than anything else. Well, and then, you know, to put the COVID thing back into the sporting world, there was big news yesterday. The Erie County executive, because the Bills play uh, in a stadium that's you know, owned by the county, and they lease the stadium. It's like a partnership. But the Erie County executive says, yes, we're having full capacity at Bills games in the fall. 70,000 people. But... But you have to prove you were vaccinated to go to the game. Now, that's a whole new kettle of fish that's going to be something we're going to have to monitor very closely where, you know, is the day coming where top of the plane, it's a mandate you have a vaccine. They're basically already telling you it's a mandate. You can't go to the football game unless you're vaccinated. That's a whole different kettle of fish in terms of, people's rights and and how that's all going to shake out you know we talk sports but there's the real world colliding with sports you know honestly my guess is going to be that that if they do that it's going to be for just the one season then it's not going to be a permanent permanent thing also they're probably going to it's probably going to be the same thing like you have to have a negative covid test to get into the stadium. They're probably still going to do that. They're probably going to do that for every stadium in the NFL. I guarantee you the stadiums that won't do that are going to be in Texas, Florida, possibly even Nevada. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Like time heals all wounds, and thankfully and hopefully uh, the numbers continue to come down, and then we'll see how the playing field changes. All right, so we're off to the races. Glad to be with you on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius Channel 204. Fasten your seatbelts. Coming up. Cam Stewart, always worth the price of admission. And then in hour number two, Chuck Esposito is going to join us, our good friend, one of the best uh, sportsbook directors in Vegas from Sunset Station. And Mark Lawrence, playbook.com, is going to join us in hour number two as we'll take you all the way up to Scott Farrell at 4 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for being with us. Coming right back, ready to rock and roll on Vegas Sportsbook. John, I get the R-U-N-K. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. 
Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit uzucbdplus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, always a treat for us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio when our pal Cam Stewart can jump in. He is fun. We have frivolity the whole nine yards. Saturday nights at midnight Eastern time, we do the Light the Lamp hockey podcast. It re-airs Sunday mornings at 7 on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius 204. And well, we got a lot to get to because with the NHL trade deadline and the turn the corner for home. But before we dive into all that fun, on on the serious note, well, no, let's have a giggle first. Good morning, Cameron. Morning, Brian. How are you? Yeah, well, you know, I'm hanging. I'm hanging in there, buddy. Actually, uh, hockey went pretty good last night. I can't. Uh, I can't complain. We actually made some money. That was nice. And we'll dive into the hockey in a second. By the way, I say good morning. It is morning for me. Good afternoon, Cameron. Yeah. It's afternoon for you. Yeah. It's morning for me. <laughs> hey, uh, in the first segment, we got good news here. I mean, is it the, the kind of the serious aspect of what we're all dealing with. Yesterday, we had the, the weird news on the, the one vaccine, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Then at night, here in Vegas, we get word that the governor is going to open the state to 100% of capacity, that's full capacity for the hotels, occupancy, events, McGregor, Poirier, full house, 20,000 fans. They immediately sign a deal for a July 10th UFC card here. So in Vegas, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and everybody's got a bounce in their step. And then as I'm reading this, I'm thinking of you, my dear friend, that in the province of Ontario and Canada, it's a completely different animal. So, I mean, the playing field remains completely on level. Yeah, no, I, I don't know what's going to happen with this playoffs, but we're, we're, we're not very far away. There's no way. Like, there, there's no way. You talk about the Canadian North teams uh, doing any. There's no fans at any of the teams' games right now. So they, I, I think they're probably going to set up a bubble in the USA and get things done, play that way. But, you know, it's been a it's been a tough season even for these guys for travel. Brian, think about it, man. You go Edmonton, Ottawa, Vancouver, Toronto. Like, you're flying over a whole country. These are like five, six-hour flights where other divisions, you know, it's like, boom, you can literally get there in a car or a bus. So these guys are burnt out anyway and now dealing with this stuff. Yeah, no, i got to be honest with you. As crazy as it sounds, it's worse than it was last year, it almost feels like. Uh, well, that's the sad sense. truth. <laughs> it's no, no, honestly. I mean, and, and I, I just, it's funny on a day when everybody's, I, I honestly, around here, there, there's, Cam, I to explain it to you, you know, you've been out here a boatload of times with me, but when you live here, it's one of these things where it's just the norm that a plane kind of angles out and takes off and is heading back east. It circles out. I live out in Summerlin. It's like every 45 seconds. Or you're driving around the valley, and at nighttime, in the distance, you see them racked up. What is it? Stack them and rack them, you know, from the Die Hard movie. <laughs> you know, the planes all lined up to come in. Now it's like, hey, look, there's a plane. Yeah, that's great, though. Like, at, at least there's that, right? Like, I saw pictures of uh, Dave, who works with us now the sports uh, at the sports book. He does a show with me and Gabe, and I see people at the book. Hey, they're wearing masks, but they're making bets. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, honest to God, I would take Vegas at 5% uh, that it, you know on the fun meter compared to anything around here, Brian. So, you know what I mean? And slowly and surely, you guys are figuring things out, getting back to it. 
they're doing our vaccines by age. So I'm I, right now. I think uh, my mom got it. She's 79. So I gotta, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this Good is. Good luck. Yeah. And then I'm talking. Yeah, then I'm talking to people like uh, Bavona at Sports Grid and the other guys. They're like, yeah, we got like a drive-through, you know, on Long Island, and we just go through. I'm like, man, this is great. But anyway, bottom line is, this, oh. Brian, I can't wait for them to open up the border. You can put 20 needles in my arm. I don't care how many vaccines I get because I might not come back. No, I mean like the Blue Jays, the Raptors. I mean oh, it's the guys, the guys in your backyard are you know playing from afar, and it's uh, it it's crazy where we've been, where we are, where we're going, but we're we're not all in it together. I mean we're in it together, we're just we're not getting there at the same time. And I guess from the sports wagering aspect of it, in all sports, we've had to be adaptable. Be it hockey, which we'll talk about in a moment, and we've. We do the Light the Lamp podcast, and we talk about all these new angles and things that have come into play. But literally, there are new angles as handicappers, and you're, God bless, I mean, you you know, you've got a callus on your index finger or your thumb <laughs> from clicking away, right? But in all sports and in-game wagering, but there are completely new approaches. I'm very much an eyeball guy. I want to see what I'm looking at, but... I'm also one of those guys that I'm willing to think outside the box and say the, the intangible play, there should be value on this intangible angle that never factors into a number. And these things have cropped up so much more than, oh, a college football team that has, you know, Oklahoma's playing Kansas in the look-ahead spot to Texas. You know, I mean, those are common sense kind of intangible angles. Here, we're pulling things out of a hat. What, what was the one thing we come up with in the hockey thing? Was you watch teams at the end of a long road trip. Mentally, those guys are going to be a basket case by the end of a road trip. And sure enough, they were on like 80% of these things were the teams that already mentally checked out. So we had to be very adaptable in how we approach betting. You know, it's been tough. And, I, and the thing is, another thing this year that people aren't talking about is the backup goalies. They've been great. And, and you see these totals. And take a look. You know, Brian, a lot of these things are staying under the number now. It used to be a license to, to print money with overs, right? But all these guys, like, you know, McElhaney comes in there. He does he, he does a good job, except for the Nashville game. Like, he's been fantastic. And then you see Soros. He's been uh, He takes over as a starter in Nashville. All these other guys. Like, you, you can't just, like, gauge it. What about what about Boston with Swayman and all these? Uh, and uh, Darth Vader? I've never seen, you know? I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. They have four goalies. Exactly. So, it's been a wild year, and you used to go, oh, yeah, this kid's coming up here. He's uh, going to get shelled. Uh, but, no, it's not like that. And you said it. Like, that that's the best angle, I think, teams getting out of Dodge. And uh, it's been really hard to predict. Like, look at St. Louis. They're left for dead, and all of a sudden they're world beaters beating teams by, like, seven goals. It's been the craziest season, man. Like, I don't even know where to begin. It's just it's been real streaky, right, with San Jose, too. They're on fire, and now they can't. And then they lose 4 nothing and 5-1 to the Ducks when they're trying to make the playoffs. just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to get into the, to the hockey with you, but just to maybe to put a lid in this first segment on just the, the newbies and the, and the new things and the ways we're approaching things, I would even say here's a new one for you, Cam. The NFL, four NFL teams, the Broncos and the Seahawks among them, Tampa Bay and the Lions have now informed the clubs, the players got together and voted and said, they're going to skip the voluntary off-season workouts because they're just the protocols, and they feel they've come this far, and they these guys felt they learned enough in the virtual meetings and virtual workout sessions last year that these guys are saying, we're not going to do the voluntary thing. That may not sound like anything, 
And when we get to the second week of September and we look back on this, maybe it's nothing. But I wonder, I'm going to mark this down, these four teams, because some of these teams, new offensive coordinators and new things and new packages they got to install, they're going to be behind the curve on some of the other teams. And it may not be, it may turn out to be nothing, but at least it's something I think you got to consider. Yeah, well, Seattle's got got their own problems, right, Brian? Like, Schottenheimer's gone. they got to change everything. Russell Wilson, he, you know the story in the offseason. He doesn't want like to he, be there. No, no, it looks like he wants to go, and, uh, you know, Sierra kind of runs the show, too. Like, his wife, if she goes, hey, we want to do this. We want to go to Hollywood or go to this city. Or, you know, Chicago made sense. Uh, Andy Dalton didn't make any sense. I guess the Bears needed to give Seattle more. But, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. And these guys, they, they were bad to begin with, Brian, when they had a coordinator. Now, now starting from scratch, it's going to be a real problem. That team, uh, yeah, as a Seahawk fan, I'm kind of concerned because uh, they didn't they had no continuity at the best of times, buddy. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, we're racing towards the NFL draft on April 29th, which I think is going to be really riveting this year. The Niners already jumping up to number three and saying, yeah, we're not sure if we're taking a go. Well, why are you going up? Why are you going to three? If you Here's don't know the bottom line. Doing. They're getting Mac Jones, and I usually don't believe, I don't believe these reports, and they're all like, you know, tied in with the sports books and this and that. There is no way you move up to that position unless you're taking him, and I like the kid, you know, and uh, they know Carolina. If if they don't move up on the board, they're going to, they're going to pick, you know, they're going to pick him up, so. Cam is calling his shot, Mac Jones to the Niners on number three. We're up against the break. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio on the Sports Good Radio Network Series, Channel 204, talking golf when we come back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Back with you on Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing in Vegas, Cam Stewart, our dear friend who's in con- complete control of the entire country of Canada from the well, sports I, w- I wish I was. <laughs> we, all you I need, all you need like is a horse Trudeau. and a mountie hat. Yeah, exactly. I like to take Trudeau in that hair. Nice hair, though. I'd like to take him out for, for, for a, yeah. a little COVID meeting. For you know what? You got the, you didn't have the mullet, but you had the big mop growing on your hair, but You'd look good in a Mountie hat. You'd look good in a horse. <laughs> a Mountie hat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the horse would like it too much, Brian. <laughs> I know. He's oh, well, struggling. Yeah. Hey, can you please <laughs> not, you know, the horse? I got I to gotta uh, r- rub some A535 on my horse. Yeah, I'll, I'll break yeah. his back. Uh, it'd be like, yeah, Mr. Ed makes the big return. You're walking up to the horse, and the horse goes, and the, 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 horse, the, horse, the horse goes, really? <laughs> Seriously, that, that's, that's animal abuse. No, I'm not getting on, on a horse. Hey, let's talk uh, golf there at the RBC Her- RBC Heritage. I just wanted to get your take on it, our chance to talk with you about the Masters. I love that event more than life itself. It was four great days. It lacked drama on Sunday. 
the sad but unfortunate truth, not to take away anything from Matsuyama because he's the guy that did it, but that event, which was playing fast and firm, a rainstorm on Saturday afternoon and a delay decided the Masters because two-thirds of the field played under the brutal conditions. To his credit, he threw darts when they came back from the rainstorm. So that was unfortunate because I love the fact they were making these guys grind cam. They were not going to be embarrassed with a 20-under score again. So they put these guys through the ringer. It was fun. It was unfortunately less dramatic. Shoffley kind of vomited there on 16, or that would have got interesting. Thing is, you know, and it ruined all like the Justin Thomas stuff, matchup bets, and it was unfortunate because these guys are, are they're putting, and all of a sudden it's a regular green instead of it being slick, right? So they're sitting there like, and and then you know golf. Once you start to go wild, like you saw it, the guy totally checked out mentally for like ten minutes. That's the end of your tournament. You're not going to win a green jacket. As for Matsuyama, it was perfect for him. He 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 prefers a nice soft course. He hits it big, and he's got great irons. Everything was near the flag. He didn't even have to worry about the putter. I will say this though. Brian, it, yeah, it is disappointing because at the end, you know, somebody else was going to win that tournament. Shoffley, Zalatoris, if there was more holes, I think he eventually would have given it up. How about John Rom? <laughs> what about Rom? Yeah, Rom made, made a nice Sunday move, but I'll, I'll just say that yeah, this Masters, it kind of lacked. It just didn't feel the way it usually does. It was okay. You know what I mean? Like me and you. Oh, and no, it was great fan. for three days. It didn't yeah. have the drama on Sunday. Exactly. That's what sucked. It, it, you know? it, did su- it did suck on Sunday, and but I got to tell you, Shoffley's a guy that, like, he's going to have to start figuring it out. Like, people talk about Ricky Fowler. You know, he's in every damn commercial. and He's done nothing. But what about Xander Shoffley? Every time we see him when he's going to win a tournament, he gets, like, that's the thing. Like, you should take down a Jason Kokrak. He takes you down. You're in a situation. Put it middle green. Oh, the wind came up. Well, no. Just, you know, you, there's things that you have to do out there. And he, he made a great great run at the end and then just to piss it away putting a ball in the water on the 16th it's like what's this guy doing like he's such a good let golfer, me, brian let me tell you something all the time you know he put a good face on that but when he says the wind came up if the wind come up that thing's in the bunker not the water yeah, exactly. I, that was mishit i don't care what he says no i'm with you and uh this is not the first time though he's been in contention in tournaments and he hasn't been able to close the door like you talk about other guys like He's this world-class player. Everyone loves him on tour, Brian. But when push comes to shove in a battle, like, you know what I mean? He hasn't won many. That's that. That's the thing about this guy. He's he's an ATM machine. He makes money. He's a wicked golfer. I love his game. But it just seems like he just can't get it done. All right, let's go to the RBC Heritage at Hilton Head. The traditional, again, Hilton Head comes right after the Masters. And last year... Webb Simpson won. We know anytime Webb Simpson, anything in the Carolinas, you got to pay attention. By the way, Dustin Johnson's the favorite at 12 to 1, missed the cut at the Masters. He's a South Carolina native. He's here. The one thing is, though, Cam, last year, everything was kind of an anomaly. The interesting stat about this tournament is that prior to last year and Simpson winning, the previous four years, the tournament was won by a guy who was winning his first PGA tournament, which means you can set sail here on price play hunting. I got a few, but the newbies win this one. Oh, yeah, and, and you can look, like, in the range 
of like 100 plus and take a look at some of the guys that are there. Like I looked at JT Poston at 100 to 1, uh, Brendan Todd at 90 to 1. Like the Stuart Sink's playing great golf. He's 100 to 1. Brant Snedeker can play this course. What is he, 150? Like it's ridiculous. Andrew Putnam, like there's certain guys that I'm looking at going, these guys could be there. The one chalk that I do like, one of the guys, he's not really chalk either. I'm starting at 33 to 1. I love Abraham Answer this week. He's my pick. Uh, I think uh, he was runner-up last time. I think he has the perfect game for this type of course. Sneaky, played pretty good at Augusta, 26, Brian. He's been a top 20 uh, machine, this guy. Like, he's he's just a really, really solid player. Uh, putting is the issue. Small greens, though, right? So at 33-1, to 1, if you're looking at a guy, I think Abraham Answer is going to be my uh, top pick. Okay, so you're right there. That's fine. That's in the window I was thinking about. By the way, the Zalatoris kid, 33-1. to 1. Uh, he was spectacular. I don't know if there'd be a, a mini letdown here, but this guy's done nothing but play Monday qualifiers, so maybe he just comes back and keeps firing the gun. In that range, though, of the semi-favorites, uh, you know, other than DJ, who's 12-1, to 1, and Simpson 14-1, to 1. in that vein, I'm looking at Cam Smith at 30-1, to 1, and he says, and I believe him too, he says he thinks he's, he's going to win a Masters, and it's amazing Four rounds in the 60s last year. Didn't win. First guy to ever do that. He was right there again this year, Cam. There's one hole. It's in the kid's head. Number 15. He keeps rinsing it on 15. Once he figures out number 15 at Augusta, Cam Smith's going to be on the first page of leaderboards for a lot of years because he can roll the rock. I agree. And we had him in our golf pool. He finished T10, Brian, and he didn't even play that great. That's the thing. Like, he finished top 10 and had, like, his B, B game. He didn't even have his A game there. Uh, maybe even, like, C-plus game. So I think he's going to be there. I like Cam Smith. You like Cam Smith this week at 30-1, to too? He has uh, the perfect game for this type of course. I was actually so funny you say that. I'm looking at the three guys that I looked at around there. I was looking at Casey, Smith, and Answer. I went with Answer as my top guy, but I do like Cam Smith. I think Paul Casey actually has the type of game to do well here at Harbortown, too. All right. Now, we said you should go price play hunting. Let me, let me give you one more quick one, and then I'm going to give you my first-timer because first-timers win here. But how big an overlay is Kevin Kistner at 60-1? to one? He's won, He has won here before. He played great at the match play, and a lot of good golfers missed the cut at the Masters because the greens were, you know. And by the way, don't forget, the guys that played well Thursday morning, the guys on Thursday afternoon with the wind and everything, the, the tee times were a factor. So I'm willing to draw a line through those guys that missed the cut at the Masters. But Kisner knows how to play this course. Kisner's on my betting card. I can't believe it. When I saw Kisner, I thought he was going to be around 40. He's 60. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? You're giving me Kevin Kisner with his game, fairways and greens. And, Brian, you know he can get hot with the putter? That's a ridiculous price, in fact. I'd, I'd say, like, when I'm looking at the board, that is the best value I see on the board. He should be right around, you know, Kevin Nod, 40, Siwoo Kim. He should be in that range. That, that's when the odds makers missed. I don't know why, because they know about Webb Simpson and the Carolinas. Kisner's from South Carolina. They miss him. All right, we got about a minute in this segment. But it, my first timer, Cam, if you got to search for one because the track record says it happens, how about Robert McIntyre at 70-1, to 1, finished two under par at the Masters. This kid's got game in Europe. Nobody knows much about him. I think Poulter's another guy you could take a peek at. But Robert McIntyre would be my guy to say, win your first PGA Tour event. He's my play. I love it. I was actually looking at McIntyre, too. You know what the problem with this tournament is, Brian? I like too many guys. <laughs> 
and they're all around like you know 33 to 1 and over that's the thing so yeah there's going to be a lot of top 10 and top 20 bets this week for sure but i love hey a left-handed scott yeah, i like mcintyre give it up baby yeah it's a great price 70 to 1 you know the difference too cam when you get to this course at hilton head the bombers don't need to go bananas here you know it's, it's fairways and greens wind can be a bit of an issue but Boy, it's something about the Carolinas too, right? With, with the the grass and some of the Coocher plays well. He's another one. I know. Crazy I, look, I can't believe we're looking I know. At exactly. We'll the go same on guys. and on and on. Doesn't he play well there usually? Yes. Yes. Matt Coocher. Like I I, I I do a six pack right now. I got twelve beers. I gotta I gotta scratch six or drink them, which <laughs> I will do. I'll drink them like immediately. Uh, I was looking at Lucas Glover too. You want to talk about a guy that's falling under the radar? Ninety to one. If this guy gets a putter going, he can win anywhere, anytime. You talk about Poulter. Matt Wallace is playing better. Like, I'm just looking at these names. I'm losing my mind. I don't know what I'm going to have to do here, but I got to narrow it down. Even your boy Tom Lewis. Brian, why not 5-10 bucks at 275 to 1? This guy could show up. It's, it's going to be like, I think the odds for this tournament are insane. You know, it's funny. Back to the Masters for just a second. You watched all the live from the Masters and all the, the interviews and chats and the range and all that stuff. And, boy, Kepka looked good. His swing looked good. And they're going, it's amazing this guy's back from knee surgery. And Mark Rolfing says, wait till he has to walk down the hill on number 10. <laughs> and yep. it, it, it's funny. He's playing in the first round, and he's striping it, and everything was looking okay. Kim, he gets to number six. He hits his tee shot. He's walking down the hill off the tee box. He was all but putting his hand on his caddy's shoulder just to walk down the hill. No, I'll give him credit. Like, uh, you know, he shouldn't have played in that tournament, but that's the thing. He's more of a football player rather than a golfer, but you can't be screwing around with that thing, and that's the thing. Uh, you you know, I've been to Augusta. People don't know. There's no safe lies there. Everything's a side hill lie, and there's crazy, crazy hills. The TV doesn't do it any justice, so, yeah, Fade and Kepka, was, that was the only thing, Brian. Books don't give us money all the time, but Fade and Kepka and matchup bets, that was a license to print money. Hey, let me throw one back at you real quick. You want to keep fading somebody until they fix it? Fade Kevin Harvick in matchups in NASCAR. Something's not right with this guy. And week after week after week, they keep making him, you know, minus a dime or plus a, His car ain't right. So until they fix it, there's a guy you can fade. All right, good co golf conversation with Cammy. I wanted to get his take on the NHL trade deadline and the stretch run in the NHL season. That's coming up next in our next segment right here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sportsbook Radio Network, Series Channel 204. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Back with you on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. It's a treat to do this on the air with Cam Stewart. I mean, my God, Cam, we're like teenagers in high school. We're on the phone so much. <laughs> and 
We got a lot to deal with. We got to juggle a lot. I don't know if we're broadcasters. I think we're we're more at the circus. We're juggling shows, schedules, taping, juggling, all sorts of juggling. <laughs> Brian, I'm not struggling. I'm juggling. There you are. The NHL trade deadline camera. I am struggling, too. We do our Light the Lamp podcast on Saturday nights at midnight on Sirius 204. The trade deadline, per se, was not outlandish, but there were impactful deals. There was one big hockey trade, and that was Mantha going from Detroit to Washington. He had a goal and assist, by the way, in his first game. That never fails. But then they sent back... Uh, let's see, Verona panic a first and a second. So that was a big hockey trade. Iserman knows what he's doing. D- d- down the road, Cameron, watch out for Detroit. Watch out for Ottawa. In two years, three years, knock on wood, buddy, we're still talking about this stuff. Those teams are building it the right way. They culturally, wow, big word, they compete right now. Young team, you know, maybe bereft of talent across the board, but they compete. But they've got some kids that are on the way, and they're building it the right way. I agree. And as we're doing this, Brian, I just clicked on the Washington Capitals. You talked about this stuff. I I don't think they're getting any respect from the books. I'm starting to think the Capitals could do this thing again. You know what I mean? Like, man, oh, yeah. it's a huge acquisition to them. They're better than Pittsburgh. They're I hate to say it. They're better than the Islanders because they can score. The goaltending's all right, and you know what I mean? And Ovechkin's going to get pumped up for the playoffs. He'll save his best. I, I, like, I'm looking at them as, like, the six or seven choice around with the Islanders at 13-1. to one. Same price. Like, I, I, I'm in on the Capitals. I literally just clicked it at 13-1 to one to win the Stanley Cup. Just, you know, I know we like Carolina, too, but the more and more no, no. I think about it, Manta and, and, and Washington, these guys are going deep. No, no. When it's, it's a great point, and I've done the exact same thing. And I've looked very long and very hard at Washington. The Islanders, I love the way they play. Yeah, great. You got Palmieri and Zajac. Neither one of these guys really lights the lamp that much. Their power play is really sketchy. Love the team. Love the goalie. Pittsburgh, don't sleep on Kevin Carter. Could be a nice boost for them, but the goaltending is still a thing. Boston's got the army of goaltenders, but they don't have any scoring. In that East Division, I'm with you on Washington. And the thing about a guy like Mantha... You've seen a hundred guys like him come come through. I always throw the name out, Alexei Kovalev. Do you remember oh, how yeah. <laughs> he was unbelievable? He was a yeah. tank, and when he wanted to, you couldn't stop him. Mantha's got that kind of game. The problem is it's every fourth and every fifth game. I think landing in Washington, Ovechkin's not going to let that kid get away with that here. So I think where he went is a good thing. Not just Ovechkin. What about Tom Wilson? What about T.J. Oshie? Like, you know what sure. I mean? Like they, Love they have a lot it. Of right. That's the thing. Like, it's not just Ovechkin. They have a lot of very solid veterans. They'll go, listen, buddy, I know you're a big dog in Detroit, but now you're here. We're, we're Stanley Cup contenders. you got to bring it every single night. Look at all the times Oshie had to play when Wilson was suspended and stuff. He always brought his A game in bad situations, right? He carried the team sometimes, not just Ovechkin. So I think Mantha's going to be huge for these guys. It's a great acquisition. And as for Detroit, they get to stockpile picks, and that's what you got to do. Like, look at all the teams that get up there. You got to be bad for a long time. Eventually, you're going to figure it out. And I'll tell you, you, we've talked about this numerous times. The Ottawa Senators and the Detroit Red Wings in three years are going to be absolutely lethal. Watch out, NHL. These guys battle now with the t- players that they have. Those rosters yeah. are going to change big time, and they're going to be real good. You mentioned a boatload of names of Washington, leaders, every one of them. And let me tell you something, too. 
they're a really heavy team. They will wear teams down. Yep. The goal, Samsonov luggage, you know, the goaltending, you know, we'll, we'll see about the goaltending. But I'll never forget this. And you mentioned Oshie. I remember it was like 4 in the morning Vegas time. And there was like about eight of us. And we went out to watch the, uh, I guess it was the Olympics, right, when Oshie had all the, all the shootouts in the Russian game. I mean, you talk about the guts of a burglar. But I'll never forget the Stanley Cup final when Vegas played them in their first year. It was like a tone setter for the entire series. Holtby made the big save on Alex Tuck, and that's the thing everybody remembers. There's a play in hockey now, Cam, that is, it happens on a nightly basis, and some of these guys that do this, the, the forward, when a guy is coming to hit him, and they do, they jump backwards into him. Yeah. I don't even know what the name for that is, but Oshie did that to Colin Miller, broke his nose, just dropped him on the seat of his pants, and... Washington's a physical team, man. They they will make you pay a price. I agree. And then look look what else, Brian. They got they bring in Chara there. I know you know he's big, long, and uh, limbering, but you know what? He's got that stick and everything. That, that's the thing. The Washington Capitals are built for the playoffs, and they're doing well in the regular season. That's they have toughness. They have crazy, crazy extra. They have great special teams. The goaltending will be fine. They have tough defensemen, tough forwards. I, you know what? That's exactly. I look at this team. They're almost a perfect team. They got finesse guys. They got tough guys. They got great veterans. And now with Mantha, he's going to be an absolute stud. Now that's the thing. The Capitals have. They're basically a better version of the St. Louis Blues when the Blues won the Cup, don't you think, Brian? And they're just going to, like, hurt teams. Like, the longer mm-hmm. the series goes, the worse it's going to get. If you play Washington, they'll beat you down. All right, we need you to be our Jimmy Olsen here. Your backyard. Uh, Toronto, they're 28-11-4. They're up by seven in the division. It's been a wonderful season. They're on a Tootsie Roll 7-1-2 and two in their last ten. They went for it at the deadline. Great acquisition getting Felino in. You've got Marner, Matthews, Nylander. Tavares, guys that can fill the net. Felino can score too, but he's another guy. Hop on my shoulders. So they get that grit. They did a lot of other moves too. They really went for it. My the the, the glasses half full is Toronto's not playing Boston in the first round. The, that's the good news. The the bad news, I just wonder, it's always the weight of expectations. But now that it's the North and they're t- playing all the Canadian teams. You never can discount the pressure that's on Toronto. It's true. And the thing about Toronto is they're a good team, but they've also had good chemistry this year, too. I think the acquisitions are going to be nice. Zach Hyman is probably the most underrated player on the team. If you don't watch the Leafs, watch this guy. He's one of the hardest workers in the league. He's good, and his play rubs off on the other guys. But think about this, Brian. I'm actually looking around that division. And Winnipeg made a couple sneaky moves at the break. That's the team I'd be worried about. People could talk about Edmonton. People could talk about Toronto. I'm telling you, Winnipeg, they got Shafley. They got Wheeler. They got all sorts of guys. They picked up a couple defensemen. And you know what they got more than any other team in the North? They've got the goalie. Hello Bucks better than anybody. Big save Dave. The Leafs bring in Anderson. Even Campbell. Campbell's hot. He wins 10 in a row. But he'll, as you say, water finds its level. Uh, Winnipeg is different because they have a real defender that could could steal games. I think they're the best value play on the board in the North. I couldn't agree with you more because I don't say they have the firepower that Toronto has, but it's just a notch below because they've got firepower. Maybe... More firepower, slightly more for Toronto, but the better goaltending for Winnipeg, and to me, that's a coin flip. And their blue line got better. 
they made a couple acquisition moves, right? So the thing that the Jets are doing, they're kind of sneaky under the radar, but this is a very good hockey team. And you know what? They played Toronto tough all year. Don't sleep on Winnipeg. Like, that's the thing. Like, if you're looking at for a hedge situation in betting, that's one future that I would do. I see them at uh, 25 uh, on one of my books or 20, 25. I, that, that's a great price. And if they get there, Brian, you can be in a hedge situation. I think the Winnipeg Jets are actually going to go farther than the Toronto Maple Leafs. As, uh, and here's one. Hope nobody's going to kill you. Everyone's going to yeah. down on the Leafs. I'm just real. Like, that's all. <laughs> that's all. Okay, so here's the thing. In the Central. We love Carolina. We've loved them from day one. Everybody knows about Tampa Bay. Florida Panthers, you know who they remind me of, Cam, is that Tampa Bay Ray team, whatever it was, a decade ago, were out of nowhere right there in first place. And Oh, isn't that something? Look at that. Then they made it to the All-Star break. Wow, that, how about that? They're still here. Okay, when, when is this going to end? And it didn't end to the World Series. All right, Cam, i got to throw one at you, buddy, and this is going to be – a little crazy, but I don't think it is. I need I need you to have my back here. Everybody loves Tampa Bay. We know that. We both loved Carolina coming in. And Florida sitting right there, the three of them tied atop the central. Florida reminds me of the Tampa Bay Rays team for whatever it was, eight, nine years ago. We're out of nowhere. These guys were in first place. They came out of the gate flying, made it to the all-star break. Like, whoa, yeah, they're still here. How about that? Well, when's it going to end? It didn't end to the World Series. It, here's Florida, 27, 12, and 4. Nice story, but they usually wilt at this time of year. But at the trade deadline, they had to get somebody to replace Ekblad. They get Montour. All right, he's not Ekblad, but he's a beyond a serviceable right-shot defenseman. The one to me is bringing Sam Bennett in there and getting him out of Calgary. This guy plays with an edge. They've got all the skill. They've got the attitude. If Bob steps up to the plate, ah. Am I nuts? Is is Florida not the sneaky under the radar team that nobody's talking about? They kind of are. I think they're not totally under the radar, but I also don't trust their goaltending. Uh, you know, Bob has been good in the playoffs before when he was with Columbus, but he's been absolutely like hit and miss. Dredger, he's okay, but is he is he ready for the big stage? I don't know. Uh, I still think their defense needs a lot of work. That 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 Ekblad play, Brian, that, that's horrible for them. If they would have had him and added another defenseman, yes. then we could talk. Here's Tampa Bay, though. Like, they haven't even been playing their best hockey. You watch these guys play. They didn't even show up against Nashville this week. They're clowning around. They're, they are clowning around, and things are going to get real, and I hate to and say Kucherov's it. And Kucherov's coming. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. We haven't even talked about Kucherov. They're doing this without one of the best players in the National Hockey League. And, uh, you know, I like Carolina, but Florida, they just fall short. And Vasilevsky is one of the best goaltender, if not the in the NHL, so I don't know really how Florida's basically, they have to beat them with, with special teams, and they do have a, you know, with the power play, and they have to capitalize, but that's the thing. They got to catch uh, Vasilevsky or one of these other guys just not at their best, but Florida's okay, Brian, but we can't bet on anybody, and I like the, the path that Winnipeg has as my dog, so I think I'm going to lay off uh, the pussy cats. All right, since you're clicking while we're doing the show, I would advise you, Click away, my friend. Small, very small. St. Louis is 50 to 1 today. I'm telling you that I'm calling my shot here. They're 50 to 1 today to win the Stanley Cup. In two weeks' time, they'll be 25 to 1. Cam, the one team, I would just say, you're clicking away as we're doing the show. And St. Louis is 50 to 1 today. 
In two weeks' time, Cam, they're going to be 25-1 to 1 because Arizona's dropping. They're putting it together. And if they get in, they're going to have beaten Vegas, Minnesota, and Colorado just to get in, and they are going to be a dangerous out. They're 50-1 to 1 today. They're going to be 25-1 to 1 in two weeks. Trust me. Yeah. yeah, the books aren't stupid. I actually just saw on two of them, one had 50 and the other one had 30. So some of these guys have already looked at St. Louis. And you know Bennington can steal a series. They've been great. That's the thing. Like, all of a sudden, they just woke up. They went from the most disappointing team in the league now they're like dummying teams. Like they embarrassed Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota's a good team. So no, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't mess with the Blues either. I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to go all the way. But they're a team you don't want to deal with. You said it, Brian. Like you have to go to the playoffs and like the Blues. That's not an easy out. These guys are Stanley Cup champions. O'Reilly and these guys are animals. And if Tarasenko can turn it up a notch, they got some other guys too on the team. Blaze and a lot of underrated players. So St. Louis is dangerous. Oh, you're my hero, buddy. I'm telling you, I love uh, goofy analogies and goofball sayings you've given me two great ones this year dummying is good yeah. i love that the other one I, I i absolutely love starfish oh yeah starfish that's me that's me after like 40 beers and a bottle of vodka yeah just starfish and drool tvs on color bars scottish porn there. he is the one the only kim stewart he's all over the network all day long buddy we love you thank you for jumping on this morning no problem bro have a good one buddy let's hit some golf winners He's the man, Cam Stewart, coming back to Vegas on Vegas Sportsbook. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. All right, folks, we're back with you in Las Vegas. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. Putting a lid on hour number one. Don't forget our friends at UzuCBDPlus.com. Uzu, Y-U-Z-U, CBDPlus.com. If your knee is barking, sore elbow, it's amazing. Uh, The stuff works. They get the gummies, the lotions. And you can manage pain the all-natural way. If you use the promo code BLESSING, you get 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more. As we're wrapping up hour number one, Chris Pavona, our producer back in New York. Now, I know you were down in Florida, and you're back on the beam and back into the sawmill here. You were supposed to go to the Yankees game. You didn't make it? So I was supposed to go to the game with my dad uh, at at Tropicana Field on Sunday. I'm all ready to go. I get up early. I do I do whatever. I'm ha- I'm excited. And I go into the kitchen. And my dad goes, we got a problem. We can't go to the game. I'm like, and I've, I'm like, oh, my God. Who, had, who has a COVID outbreak? The Yankees or the Rays? And he's like, no, that's not it at all. What happened was because of the capacity limits at Tropicana Field, my dad had apparently thought he had bought the final tickets. That's not true. What happened was Tampa Bay had sold too many tickets, one, two of them being for me and my dad. Uh, what they ended up doing, so there's, there's good news on this. They gave him a full refund. 
plus credit for another game whenever we want. So we are going to try and go to a game in June at Yankee Stadium when my parents come up to New York at, at that time. <laughs> I, I just heard the panic in your voice. Why can't we go? <laughs> But that's, that's the norm the, right there. That's the true norm right there. I'm sitting there freaking out. I'm thinking, oh, my God, who, what what Yankee, what Ray started the next outbreak? And luckily, I mean, knock on wood, it's still not the situation. But that was the situation. But, of course, I was like, okay, they're still going to play the game. And you know what? My dad and I, we got we, we had a couple martinis. We watched the game from the TV, from uh, the living room. And I was happy enough with that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We got to get over the mental scars of this thing as well. Hey, good stuff. Thanks to Cam Stewart. Hour number one was fun. Coming up next, Chuck Esposito and Mark Lawrence. They'll join us in hour number two of Vegas Sports Book Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Network and on Sirius Channel 204.